Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's talk to the man who is leading in national polling and the odds-on favorite to become the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. And joining us on The Roy Green Show is Conservative Party of Canada leader Pierre Polyev, who is in Alberta for the United Conservative Party annual general meeting. Mr. Polyev, things are looking pretty good for you. How do you feel? Well, it's good, but I take nothing for granted. My focus is to keep pushing my message of axing the tax to bring home lower prices of powerful paychecks through lower income tax, of clearing away the bureaucracy to build more homes people can afford. So far, Canadians are reacting well with that common sense message, but I'm not letting up. You're not eating an apple while you're talking to me, are you? <laughs> I wish I were. I, I was uh, eating one Why? in the South Okanagan. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to be eating an apple when you're talking to me? <laughs> I'm not the other guy. Hey, listen, apples are good any day, no matter who you're with. And uh, it's become my new favorite food. That's a nice save, huh? But uh, somebody may score on the rebound. So let's talk about this uh, axe the tax. Let's talk about the carbon tax. Clearly, Canadians are fed up. And it was the last few days, particularly, when Mr. Trudeau put his foot in it by deciding that he would try to win back votes he appears to be losing in Atlantic Canada by uh, exempting heating oil from uh, the carbon tax and then telling the rest of Canada, forget about it. Uh, it's not going to happen to you, but one of his ministers, the minister responsible for um, uh, not urban affairs, for uh, what, what's that? Other, what's that other word? Country Girl affairs, development, or something like That's that. It, yeah. When she said, "If you want to have that kind of uh, that kind of uh, support, then vote in more liberals," they have done themselves immeasurable damage. And then on Monday. Mr. Singh and his NDP are going to be voting with you uh, on the non-binding motion in Parliament to do away with uh, the carbon tax on anything that has to do with um, heating your home. Big victories for you and uh, bad news from Mr. Trudeau. Too bad it's non-binding. How do you see this developing? Very badly for Mr. Trudeau, but unfortunately in the short term, very badly for everyone else he is planning to quadruple that tax from the current level to 61 cents a liter and that quadrupling will apply to home heat unless you're one of those three percent who are getting a pause from the pain uh, mr trudeau admitted that the tax is hurting and it was hurting apparently worse where his poll numbers have dropped the most so this is the environmental science. Remember, uh, by paying a higher tax, we'll save the, the planet, says Trudeau, except uh, in places where his poll numbers have dropped. There, the tax is not needed to save the, the planet. So that's political science. My common sense plan will axe the tax for all Canadians. But in the meantime, as long as he's in power, I'm saying, let's make a deal. Let's give the same pause on all home eating everywhere until Canadians go to the polls when we can have a carbon tax election. People can choose between his plan to quadruple the tax and my plan to axe the tax. 
What do you do, though, about the money that the carbon tax is, in fact, collecting for the federal government? That money will be gone. Or is it your sense that put more money, uh, more of money the Canadians earn in their own pockets to go out and uh, and spend it appropriately, intelligently, reasonably, and thereby generate more revenue, more tax revenue from conventional sources for the government? The latter. We... I see the parliamentary budget officer indicates that in the long run, the carbon tax destroys so much economic activity that the federal government actually loses money from it. Uh, And so by getting rid of the tax, you actually boost the income tax revenue of people who have higher paychecks and are more prosperous. So sometimes taxes destroy so much economic opportunity and wealth that they end up hurting both the taxpayer and the government, and that this is one of those cases. Parliamentary Budget Officer told us on this program that the people who are going to be most hurt by the carbon tax and the clean fuel standard are the people who can least afford it, the people who are not doing well financially in Canada, and yet the government is intent on pushing it through. Can I ask you about a couple of other things? The matter in this country, by the way, according to Ipsos polling, 40% of Canadians have trouble sleeping at night due to financial stress. Um, what, do you, what do you make of Alberta looking to exit the Canada pension plan? And now that the federal finance minister has agreed to provide a dollar figure, Alberta might expect to see carved out of the current CPP funds. You weren't in favor of that initially, are you now? I'm encouraging Albertans to stay in the CPP, but I understand why they're fighting to get some of their money back. Justin Trudeau has attacked the prairie and western resource economy with an unconstitutional law, C-69. He's brought in an unfair and unevenly applied carbon tax that uh, inordinately punishes Albertans. And he looks for every way and every day to punish western Canadians. It's understandable that Danielle Smith is trying to fight for a better deal for her people. Uh, My common sense plan will axe the tax. It will repeal the anti-energy law C-69 and allow the resource provinces to produce more. And it will give a fair deal to every single province. And I think that will help Albertans to believe again that they can remain part of whether it's the CPP or any other federal institution. Uh, That's what fairness does. It brings us all together. What do you do with immigration numbers? Uh, StatScan is telling us that uh, significant numbers of jobs were created in this country, but the immigration numbers completely dwarfed the job numbers that were created, and immigration has an impact on on jobs. It has an impact on housing. It has an impact on on social programs, has an impact on health care. What do you do about immigration? Well, we get back to the common sense system that worked for 150 years. We never really had any serious controversy in Canada about our immigration system before Justin Trudeau. Uh, Conservatives, liberals, east, west, north, south, we all agreed that we needed a steady, reasonable number of immigrants coming in to fill jobs and unite families. Uh, And we benefited. One of of those immigrants is my wife, uh, who's uh, from Venezuela. Justin Trudeau has totally delinked the numbers from the available housing, health care, and jobs. When I'm prime minister, I will bring in a common sense formula that links the number of immigrants to the number of homes 
jobs and healthcare services that are available. Okay, let me ask you about about this issue. With the uh, Israel versus Hamas war underway and uh, the international response, with the demonstrations and the support for Hamas, which is absolutely outrageous, we have significant numbers of Jewish Canadians, multi-generational Jewish Canadians, who are very, very much afraid. I'm going to be dealing with that in the next hour. Very much afraid, some of them thinking about leaving Canada for Israel, leaving their history in Canada behind. What do you say to the fact that Jewish Canadians in large numbers are so afraid because anti-Semitism is becoming such a such a, a weapon against them? I say that you're not alone. Uh, conservatives stand in solidarity with Jews who are under attack by the growing wave of anti-Semitism. Uh, Jews have the right to feel safe and at home here in Canada. People who disagree with decisions of the Israeli government should not take that disagreement out on their Jewish neighbors. They should hold peaceful protests and express their political opinions democratically. But to target Jewish households or businesses or to chant anti-Semitic slogans or cheer on Hamas is totally unacceptable, and, and I have condemned it. Would you agree that Israel has the right to do what it's doing as far as attempting to eradicate Hamas, given what happened in Israel on the 7th of October? Well, if you, if you don't defeat Hamas, then, then October 7th will just be repeated. Um, problem is right now that Hamas wants Palestinians to live in misery. Uh, the entire ideology of Hamas requires Palestinians to suffer. And by the way, they don't want a Palestinian state in Gaza and the West Bank. They want to obliterate Israel from the Jordan River all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. And they won't allow Palestinians to live, the Hamas will not allow Palestinians to live in peace or prosperity until that happens. So the only way to have peace and for Palestinians to have a state that they control independently is to defeat Hamas. Mr. Polyev, uh, tell us please what Canada's premiers, let's come back to the carbon tax for a moment, what Canada's premiers have been sharing with you because a significant number, I don't know how many, but at least, I think it's at least four, have spoken out very clearly that they do not agree with Mr. Trudeau's let's just carve out Atlantic Canada for a carbon tax break for three years. They uh, they stand more with the position that the carbon tax has to go, your position, the carbon tax has to go. What are you hearing from the premiers? What are they telling you? I just met with Premier Scott Moe today. I've talked with... Uh, Tim Houston and uh, indirectly through her teams, Danielle Smith. And they just agree with a simple principle, which is a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian. So if you're going to take the tax off some home heat, you got to take it off all home heat. And that's why I brought forward my motion that gives all Canadians uh, uh, a pause on carbon tax for their heat until the election when we can decide whether we want to elect Justin Trudeau and quadruple the tax or elect Pierre Polyev and axe the tax. And that's a fair position. And we'll, basically, the next election, we all agree now, is going to be a referendum on the carbon tax. 
and uh, the positions are clear. I'm I'm going to ask the tax. He's going to quadruple it. How did it happen that the NDP and Mr. Singh are going to vote with you and the Conservative Party on Monday? How did that happen? Well, it's a big flip-flop for the NDP because they have voted to quadruple the tax. They voted in favor of a $0.61 cent a litre carbon tax already. And But the problem is that their constituents are in revolt. Uh, I have uh, been to places like Timmins and Vancouver Island and elsewhere where they elected NDP. And now they're voting for, they're supporting Pierre Polyev's common sense conservatives in part because I'm the only one who will ax the tax to take the tax off and keep the heat on. Now NDPers are afraid for their political lives and they're flip-flopping and pretending to agree with me. But I don't care why they vote this way. The fact is they are. The motion has a good chance of passing and we want the prime minister to respect it. So, uh, you know that uh, eight of the markets in which I broadcast are in Western Canada, Winnipeg, Regina, Saskatoon, Calgary, Edmonton, Kelowna, um, Kamloops, and Vancouver. And Western Canadians really want to know that they're not going to be forgotten if you become the Prime Minister, not going to be sacrificed to area codes 416, 905, and potentially 514 Montreal. What can you assure Western Canadians you will do as Prime Minister of this country that will satisfy the needs of Western Canadians and not make them feel like they've been excluded? Well, I'm a born and bred prairie boy. I grew up in Calgary. My folks are from Saskatchewan. So I understand the Western frustration. When I become Prime Minister, the era of Ottawa telling the West to pay up and shut up will be over for good. I will repeal the anti-resource law, C-69, so that we can produce more of our clean uh, and efficient oil, gas, uranium, potash, and countless other minerals. I will axe the carbon tax to bring home lower prices. I will lower the overall tax burden Ottawa imposes. I'll shrink the size and cost of the federal government so that local provincial governments have more room and money to govern on the local priorities of their people. Uh, That is the common sense approach to put Western Canadians back in charge of their lives in the freest country on earth. 40% of Canadians, I'm sure you saw this, Ipsos polling for RBC shows 40% of Canadians have trouble sleeping at night due to financial stress. You just made some promises, not just on this program, but you did. And you've made the promises across the country. 40% of us, four out of every 10 Canadians, if you're driving down the road or I'm driving down the road, we say see 10 Canadians, four of them are losing sleep at night due to financial stress. You're going to relieve that stress? Yes. After eight years of Trudeau, everything costs more, work doesn't pay, and housing costs have doubled. Uh, This has led to people taking on monster mortgages. When Trudeau and the federal government flooded the economy with easy cash, people borrowed that cash, bid up home prices, and now are stuck with million-dollar mortgages. They're going to come up for renewal at higher rates. And the deficits Trudeau runs today are actually inflating interest rates. So my common-sense plan caps spending, cuts waste to balance the budget and bring down inflation and interest rates before the $900 billion of mortgages come up for renewal over the next 
three years. If we don't do this, we will have mass bankruptcies that could threaten our entire financial system. The time is running out. It's why we need a new common sense government to balance the budget and bring down rates. Yeah, I won't keep you for more than a few more seconds, but we know from the Canadian Association of Insolvency and Restructuring Professionals in a release yesterday, um, Canadian business insolvencies in the third quarter quarter rose to the highest level in 10 years, 41% climb, 41.8% actually, over the same quarter last year. That cannot be sustained. Mr. Poliev, I always appreciate the chance to talk. Uh, Thanks very much for making the time today. Thanks very much, Mr. Green. Great to be with you. It's just common sense. Let's bring it home. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 